We are the children, the children of Zion. We have been left here to defend humanity's right to exist. No matter what the machines believe, we belong here, at this place, at this time. And with that, I present this revolutionary love letter to those who came before. Let's go. They call me Beat Rider, but never no heat hider. But I'm digital, fighting wars no one's hit to. Matrix division, network system point two. Called the one, the Neo, the novice, the noose. Where Trinity will execute. Between the viral agents flagrant, engaged, most basic of states will take. Undertake, making model which coddle the nature of humanity. Basic Spoilers, people. There is no spoon. Or at least it's a very little bit. Noelle and I might be sharing one. My name is Bill. And I'm Noelle, and we have half a spoon between us. So after next week, we we literally just decided that after next week's program, where we have a great guest, Dr. Will, that will be talking with us about various topics, uh, we're going to go into a bi-weekly format during the pandemic. Just Because there's only so much yelling at the inept ineptness that is there and that we could do uh between work and work and a whole bunch of other shit um it's just hard we're struggling um life is hard my work is blowing up i'm sure bill's job is looney tunes as well we just got over our looney tunes period so mine might be uh calming down a little bit um, there's going to be some stuff that where is reminder that people aren't going to like. Other than that, um, I'm, tr- I'm personally behind on one of my courses right now, on one of my courses right now, which I'm going to try to get caught up on this weekend. Yeah. I'm lucky that I got a, a week break between courses, but still, um. Yeah, you need to get caught up. So yeah, life is shitty. Our mental health has gotten a kick in the ding ding. Um, but I start my legal meth again tomorrow. Yay, Bill will have a spoon. I need to order my next shipment of legal meth. If you've been watching our social media, I have moved a video that I do every morning over to our Facebook page. So you get to see my ugly mug every morning, Monday through Friday. Um, mostly it's just me ranting about Black Lives Matter and Justice for Beyond Taylor and All Cops Are Bastards and defund the police, but I'll rant about anything. And wear a fucking mask. Wear a fucking mask. I gotta add that to my list, but um, watch me chug down a coffee and bitch about everything, so that's my new morning ritual is to just try to get up and get things out there. If you have any questions, I pop on around maybe 8 to 9 Eastern, so check check us out on the social medias. Also, you can write us at write us at xchromosomepodcast.com we like your questions, and we actually have a question to talk yes. about. Yes. Um, I would like to point out that if people want me to do the social media thing, I can probably be coerced. You should tell Bill, because I try not to be visible in public ever. So if you want me to also do dumb videos, you're going to have to tell him. And I'll do them. And, you know, maybe even do a live question answer thing just so that we've got some sort got some content going on that we might be able to fit into the craziness of our lives but yeah we did get a question and that question comes from lady apollo 3583 on twitter 
Here's the topic I planned on tackling on my own podcast that never happened. Can men and women truly be friends with no romantic intention from either side? Uh, Noelle, I've been harboring the secret for years. Ever since the day you said that you'd be my vampire mom, I knew deep down in my heart that I'd have a friend to yell at me whenever I screw up. Yeah, I knew you needed someone to kick your ass and hold you accountable, but not in a mom way. So, and that's where we're at. So the, the, the short answer is fuck yes. Especially if we all stop buying into the toxic heterosexual monogamy bullshit and get away from the only way to be emotionally intimate with for, the only way for men to be emotionally intimate is in a sexual way. Literally that question is created out of both toxic masculinity and uh, the toxic patriarchal paradigm that men and women aren't humans. Cause the idea that two people can't be, can't ever interact except on a romantic level is absurd for one two completely negates the whole range of partnerships um it devalues friendship which our society has a huge problem with you know that's that's why our our non-toxic masculinity ranting is so important and why it's cool that bill and his bros are you know make each other dinner and are emotionally intimate and check on each other and shit that he talks about that because it makes even more space for other non-romantic, emotionally intimate relationships. Tell your bros that you love them. And if they get weirded out, they gotta get used to it. <laughs> yes. <sighs> also, tell all your friends you love them, but don't make it weird. That's that's really it. Just love. English is dumb because we only have one word. That we make it weird? Just apologize for making it weird. Because you're, we know that you're not trying to make it weird, but yeah, apologize for making it weird if it was an accident. Yes. Did I make that weird? I fucked up. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I do care. See, if English had more flexibility, elegant ways of saying, I care about you in a deeply emotional way, but I do not want to fuck you, nor do I want to go on a date with you, but you are fun to hang out with. And I trust you with my issues. And I trust you with my issues, but I don't even have any romantic feelings for you in an asexual way, which is a completely different sort of romantic feeling. See, even here, language breaks down because saying, I care about you, but not in a romantic way and not in a squish way doesn't make sense unless you're up on the lingo. And we don't have a word that sums up that feeling, that friend love, that that philia, that... Let me give an example of that friend love, all right? And this is another reason why it's taking us so long to go through and do this podcast. Because it's me, in this case. Um, the other day, about an hour or so before the podcast, I decided to go through and do something that was, like, world-breaking for me. Um, I'm very proud of you for doing it. Let me just put that in there before you start getting feelings and shit. Yeah. Um, I had over 6,000 emails and conversations and everything in my email with umbridge my ex um and a conversation had happened on twitter and about do you ever go back to read text messages and i'm like no because i deleted all those but you lied unfortunately unfortunately i did have email 
and I didn't have chat that were all in my Gmail. Um, well, chats are technically text. I this was before our cell phones were really prevalent, um, because we did a lot of G chat through the G. Um, even after we, uh, even afterwards, when we, it started getting more prevalent, we still did G chat more than because I like to type more than I like to text. Still to this day, the only reason I use OK Cupid is because I could type. <laughs> um, but th- that's off track a little bit in that case. But I still had. Okay, like... everybody find Bill on OK Cupid and flood his <laughs> inbox. <laughs> I had. Just. To make him awkward. Go ahead, make that weird. Um, yeah, go ahead, make it weird. Uh, stalk him on gently and affectionately. Stalk him on OKCupid. But anyway, um, I still had all these chats, so I decided I'm gonna go through and delete them all right now. And um, I because you've been off your crack. I've been off my crack, and I did this while I was off my crack. Um, don't do that. So I go through them like, all right, I'm gonna I. Gotten them all into the trash, so let me empty trash. And I think if my trash emptied the first time, it might not have been an issue. But no, it was like, all right, you got 2,000-something more messages to delete. Like, okay, let me do it again. And I did it again. And there was still messages. And I'm like, they're like, you have 2,000-something more messages to delete. I'm like, I'm going to film this for prosperity. And I filmed it (laughs) because... Just to show that I've done something and I have evidence in case anybody ever asks. And I press that empty trash button again. And it says... And again. Yeah, because Google doesn't allow you just to delete everything in one swoop, even though you've selected all messages. (laughs) And finally, everything got deleted. And I was like... I was in a free fall because I didn't have a crutch anymore. The only thing that I had saved in that whole entire thing between us and correspondence was more of a possible legal issue than anything, um, in case it was ever brought up in the, in the court of law. And that was a fight about a, that was a fight about a security deposit that we had after we broke up, um, which just in case that needed to come up again. Uh, and I'm thinking more about the old um, place that we lived, bringing it more than anything. anyway. But everything is gone, kaput, poof, and. I mentioned I didn't feel good after I did that, and I immediately had friends saying, hey, are you all right? Need anything? That was stupid. Not in the, not the sense of uh, doing it. That doing it was great, but doing it without support right away was stupid. <laughs> um, so Also doing it impulsively, probably not your best move. Exactly. So, but the thing is, everybody that came to me, they didn't want to fuck me. <laughs> and I'm glad about it. They were just worried for my well-being. So as it should be exactly. So that's how it should be. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things where that's what we need more of. So like we said, tell your friends you love them, and if you really trust them with whatever is important with you, let them know that because they honestly, it's good to let them know that because unfortunately, they might not want to be burdened with that idea. And you need to know that because that's important with boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, I could go through and say, "Hey, Noel, I have this issue, and I want you to know about it." And Noel will be like, "Nope, that's too much. I don't need to know about that. Go somewhere else for that." Okay, that thing, not right now. <laughs> we'll come back to that, and we'll come back to that in a couple of days, but not now. <laughs> but still, it's one of those things where let your friends know that you care. And you trust them. And if you don't trust them... Get new friends. I hope you're just, like, going to a game with them. Um, and n- What? 
No, get new friends. Well, this leads to the other thing that I was talking to you. Um, okay. That Twitter thing. Oh, the Twitter thing? Yeah. Um, this came up on my tweet machine. The Twitters. Um, I keep talking like I'm 50, like I'm 70 years old, but it's funny to me. Yeah. The Twitter. Well, it, it's, a, it's a new dawn for me with Twitter because but recently I had three separate Twitter accounts, okay? I had the our our Twitter. Mm-hmm. I had my res, my wrestling poetry Twitter, and I had the you have your Alice and Muggleland mm-hmm. Twitter. The combination of those Twitters, I do not have as many followers or people that talk to me as my not safe for work Twitter that I promote my smut on. <laughs> your porn Twitter. <laughs> yeah, and like I'm have I have like actual conversations about life on this. I feel like I'm missing a marketing opportunity here because I'm posting from my in- from my Instagram to my Twitter and to my personal Facebook, and I could be engaging our listeners, just, just or at least showing them my tits. Just do a ra- um, just do a rant on Facebook Live every once in a while, especially in the evening. You'll we'll we'll pick up everything. Don't have to <laughs> don't have to be as regular as me in the morning with my coffee chugging, but. Once in a while at evening, surprise, here's a rant. This came up in the news. I hate, I hate Michigan. <laughs> oh, there's, there's a satisfying thing about Michigan. <laughs> but we'll get, we'll go to Michigan in just a moment. But, um, this came on my Twitter about, about life. So the question, the thing was, so people are ending romantic relationships, some decades old relationships, romantic friendship and other, and sometimes even family friendships over a difference of opinion regarding a political figure that is currently a part of our government. Please, go have your diaper chain. Oof. Um, I went, I went on a tweet storm at this. Um, because fuck you, buddy. Um, the thing is, people are draining their personal swamps. Mm-hmm. These were issues that were going to come to a head anyway, and are important enough to end relationships and cut ties with the toxicity in your life. These are things we've known for years. These issues we've already known about the friends, the family, the loved ones, and we're choosing between the needs of the many over the needs of the few. Now, this comment... It's not even that. We're choosing our fucking personal need to not deal with your goddamn bullshit, you dinosaur. Now, this comment was vague about sides or trying to be in the middle... But that's not now is not the time to be in the middle. People are being tear gassed. Children are still locked in cages. Black people are being killed and arrested for the crime of being black. The LGBT- Sturgis is happening. Uh, I forgot about that. The LGBTQA community has to claw and scratch for every right to exist how they want to exist. Or, you know, at all. We have a president that basically has allowed racists to openly be racist without worries about... uh, Well, he's empowered them Mm -hmm. to be publicly disgusting when, you know, we had just gotten them finally comfortable with the idea that they could never be publicly disgusting again. We're going to talk about this a little bit. We have police that treat white mass shooters with more respect than families in a bl- than families that a black family was simply driving their car for being mistaken for a motorcycle. Hey, a, a van. 
of hey, Anne. Mistaken is We'll get to that news a little bit later, but this was a part of the rant I'm starting. The officers that killed Brianna Taylor are still not charged. We are a laughing stock of the world because we let a reality T star become president who takes temper tantrums every time he doesn't get his way. So yes, if you support Trump, I'm done with you. You're siding with hate. You're siding with racism. You want kids locked in cages. You want families ripped from their homes. You want women to not be able to regulate their own bodies. You want black people murdered. You don't care that our government has helped lead the country to have over 150,000 people die because of negligence over COVID-19. You're supporting hate and bigotry. And if you do nothing or you're trying to play centralist, you're just as bad. This shit is no joke. So, relationships die over this? Good. I want to know who I can trust, and I want my children not to hate. So, this is a long way of saying, okay, boomer, because you're just as bad as wearing a Magna hat. I just read off my whole entire tweet. <laughs> so many tweets. Um, I was listening to, you know, the Murder Squad yet again, because um, it's my Monday jam among the other podcast I listen to. I always make a point of uh, making sure Billy Jensen and Paul Hollow's holes are part of my week. Right. Because, you know, how often do you get to listen to an investigative reporter talk about and, you know, update you on what is going on in your uh, legal interest? Um, and also, how often do you get to have a real you know, investigator, criminal investigator, um, break down crimes and crime scenes and how the cops fucked up. Um, but they they pivoted very quickly to covering uh, black people of color, um, specifically black women being killed. We've, I've talked about them a lot. Someday they'll notice us. <laughs> but they brought up the statistic this week that we're on track to surpass last year's number of black trans women um, murdered. And it's July. We've got plenty of time to win another shitty award as a society. Yeah, how nice. Yay! Also, fun fact, there are more people dead of COVID-19 in the United States than fit in the Horseshoe Ohio Stadium. At its max capacity. That's something to be proud of. That's just something that just to put it in a perspective that is concrete and you can visualize. You can go on the Googles, on Google Image, and you can search for Ohio Stadium and you can see what a massive concrete building that is. And understand that it has a, capa a seating capacity of 110,000 people, give or take. I think and just that just you can visualize how much death that is. I think we should go for the most kittenish news articles that we've had and called a day. What do you think? I mean, we can do that. But let's let's talk about your favorite person because this we were we've been planning on doing a pod about him for the longest time, but we might not have to depending on what happens. Oh no! Uh, if I have to do a posthumous pod about what a fucking hack this man is, he better not die before I get my theory of forms completely refutes him and his idea that gender is binary and blah blah blah. Jordan Peterson has contracted COVID nineteen. Tater tots and pears for him. So sad. 
while in a Serbian hospital for drug dependency. Why is he? Why is he in Serbia? What oh. wackadoodle stuff is he doing? Do, why? So uh, just something has to be brought up. The other thing that brought up was because if you think about Colorado, you don't think about legal weed. You don't think about the Rocky Mountains. You don't think about anything that, about that. You think of the uh, Aurora Police Department because I, whenever I hear something about Colorado and something that's fucked up, it's always these guys. Yeah, I mean, one last thing. Why is he in Serbia when he's a Canadian citizen? Do they not have rehab centers in Canada? Do we have listeners in Canada? Can you please tell, can you tweet, please tweet the show and let us know if you have rehab centers? Because I'm concerned. Okay. And the Aurora, Colorado police fucked up how? This was what we were talking about with the van. Um, oh, yes. Police detained, of- police detained and handcuffed a mother and several children. Handcuffing after- children. Good that's some good optics. After mistaking their SUV for a stolen motorcycle from another state. It happened in a parking lot of a shopping center off of Buckley Road and Eliff Avenue Sunday morning. Why are you now placing these children on the ground face into the concrete? It's hot. It's in front of all of us screaming at them. They're telling you that they are hurt. That was from a witness from, that came through there. Um, the witness who filmed this, uh, but the car that the, the car that the family was driving was not stolen. Police used a license plate scanner to gather information on vehicles in the area. So basically, they were randomly checking license plates. Um, they should have been looking for a motorcycle with the same plate from another state, not from I mean, not from Colorado, from another state. Mm. Aora Police Chief Vanessa Wilson said she blames the license plate reader but cannot explain why dozens of officers who responded did not confirm the vehicle description. I totally, that, uh, I totally understand that anger, and I don't want to diminish that anger, but I will say it, was, it wasn't a profiling incident. Bullshit. Fucking bullshit. Pull the other one. It's got bells on. All right, let's go to the kittens. All right. First one. This was cute. We actually were, we actually hunted down kitten <laughs> because we were done for a bit. Um, Ryan Reynolds is wonderful, and this has this does have a happy ending. But um, stolen teddy bear with mother's dying voice has been returned. Um, so the story goes that this this uh this family was moved. Um, and this a bunch of stuff was stolen out of a U-Haul including this Build-A-Bear thing that had the mother's voice in it. The mother was dying of cancer, and they grabbed the ba- someone grabbed the bags and left with it. Um, Ryan Reynolds offered $5,000 for the return of the bear, no questions asked. And then other celebrities also added their money into it. Uh, Dan Levy and Zach Braff about this, but... Ryan Reynolds was the start, so um, <laughs> I wish that um, Ryan Reynolds was able to go Deadpool on the motherfuckers, but um, someone did find the bear, and um, the bear has been returned by two good Samaritans without a scratch on her, and the voice box intact. The only thing that was missing was the bear's glasses, a replica of the ones that the girl's mother wore. So, um... The bear is back. Thank you, Ryan Reynolds, for also 
pushing this out there so this girl got her bear back with her mom's voice on it who has passed away of cancer. Oh, which is good. Now let's talk about sports a little bit. Um, in hockey news, hockey. Um, and pl- this is a little bit after. This is before that one player actually did this. But um, sports are all in bubbles except for like Major League Baseball right now, mm. as the NBA and the NHL are basically playing in a giant bubble to make sure that, that nobody gets COVID. Mm-hmm. Um. However, the NHL was the only sport that wasn't doing anything, like kneeling, mm-hmm. um, in regards to everything going on. So, in response, through Twitter, with the kneel for hockey hashtag, a bunch of hockey fans decided that they were going to wear their team's jersey and kneel in response. So, Twitter was flooded with photos of hockey fans kneeling for the good of all humanity when the NHL players weren't. And a part of me is like, I almost understand the NHL players, which how they go out for the anthems, but um, because it's the skates part more than anything. Um, it's not like they're wearing regular shoes on ice. They're not walking out on like a thing on ice to stand. They're wearing their skates. Um, but at the same time, we now have NHL players that are actually kneeling. Um, as of three days ago, um, uh, Matt Matt Dumba it was the first player to kneel during the anthem. That was five days ago, and on the um, off of Boston.com, one player had knelt during the anthem before one day. Now it was five. Um, so first was Minnesota Wilds Matt Dumba, and he took a knee during the U.S. anthem. He stood up for the Canadian anthem. Then he raised a fist during both songs before sun- the game on Sunday. On Monday, four Stars and Knights players, uh, Jason Dixon, Tyler Sigid, Robin Lanier, Ryan Reeves, uh, stayed kneeling for both anthems. So um, at least it's, I think the, I think the NHL players got properly chastised a bit and they're like, okay, this is something that we have to do even though it's going to be difficult to get off the ice from a kneeling position. So um, I like the camaraderie of hockey fans that went through and do that. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is awesome. It, I mean, goalies get down on their knees all the time and back up, but it takes them a second. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, goalies have different type of skates too that allow them to get back up, but it's Still, it does take them a second. Um, something that we spoke about last pod, and this is what the news pods will be a little bit different about because it's going to have a week or so in, in between. Um, mm-hmm. Grace has been released. Um, this was the Michigan teenager who was yes. sent to beautiful detention for not doing her homework. And she's free now. Now, I'm of two minds about this because, great, she's free. Um but I also think that she's free, and I wanted her to be free. I'm not, not saying that I didn't want that, but I'm thinking that it was more, even though the prosecutor's not going to admit that, I think the prosecutor was doing it more for a publicity stunt before their primary for their job. Look, if we had to shame the fucking prosecutor into doing the right thing because they realized their fucking job was on the line, good. We still win. 
I, Shame works. We do win. I agree. I just wish, personally, that was more altruistic than... They shouldn't have been in that position to begin with, but still. Well, yes. Shouldn't have been in the position to begin with. And if what it took was fucking shaming them, fine. Good. Be ashamed. All right. <laughs> Realize I'm... how badly you fucked up. All right. So this is going to be on in the the theme of you got me in the first half. I'm not... I ain't going to lie. Florida man cuts open truck to save kitten. Yay! Florida man does not fuck a thing up. And it is a precious kitten. <laughs> well, this story actually happened in 2014. Um, however, um, it's still good to know because the guy goes through and he does basically start tearing up his own truck to save a kitten that was stuck in his truck. Um, but since then, the the man himself has been dedicating his life to pet rescues and pet adoption. So this was a step for this gentleman. Uh, the guy's name is, um, I remember his last name. I wanted to get his first name. Um, Arad Frazier. Um, so he's been working with, um, he's been working since 2014 with Helping Paws 22 and Animal Rescue. Um, and as and one of the last things that they came through and showed about was he was helping to um, a, a dog that was renamed Courage, who had chemical burns on them. So there were he's helping to try to redo laws for animal cruelty and things like that. So um, when I saw the follow up story with that, I was like, this dude is a good dude. First, he tears up his own truck to save a kitten. And this starts him on the way of let animals need help. Let me do more. And um, but I was just mostly amused by a Florida man, and it wasn't like a crappy resistance. Yes. <laughs> um, oh yes. And our producer Vanessa for a kitten pointed out um, every month in 2020, it's a new verse of we didn't start the fire. <laughs> Um, a neat thing about 2020 is that enough stuff happens every month to fill an entire verse of We Didn't Start the Fire. So July, Demon Seaman, COVID Soars, Taylor Swift, Folklore, Ka- uh, Kanye Running, Portland Trouble, NBA is in a bubble, John Lewis, Herman Cain, Fachi's Pitch, Gislaine, no election Trump asks, Gislaine, Gislaine, no election Trump asks, Karen's out without a mask. Trump's test, blue check hat, unsolved mysteries is back. David Duke, no Olympics. Snyder has a name to pick. TikTok ban, Ellen's mean, hydrochloroxyphene, whatever the fuck that is. That's the drug that doesn't work. <laughs> mail-in ballots, mail-in ballots might be fake. Why is everything a cake? We didn't start the fire, <laughs> and that's sad. But I would, I do want Billy Joel. <laughs> To a whole 2020 fire. Oh my god. I hated that everything is cake thing too. Because that's so much fondant. Oh my god. I hate fondant. Everything is cake. Oh you don't you, you didn't you didn't see that, did you? Um I'm sorry, I was busy over here enjoying the shade in front of Jordan Peterson having to be in Serbia for drug treatment. So there was a series of videos that were called Everything is Cake. Um, basically they were, 
a bunch of things with very well done fondant that looked like actual regular things. Oh, things that look like things. But when you cut into them, cake that looks like things. But when you cut into them, it wasn't the thing; it was cake. Illusion cakes are fucking amazing, but fondant is disgusting. Fight me. Yes, that's the thing. It's like it's all fondant. <laughs> And it's like fondant is disgusting. And but there were some jokes about that too. It's like, oh wow, this cake is so realistic with people like cutting into actual packages of ramen. <laughs> because everything is cake and cake is a lie. Oh, and the last thing Oh, oh, oh that's a great segue. Can I can I, nope, go for can it. I yep. talk about, about a happy thing? Go ahead. Um shout out to fellow Ohioan Matt Pat and his theorist channels. There's three of them now. He just launched a new one because he's trapped at home with everybody else and going crazy with a small child. <laughs> uh, so everything is bananas for him. Um, we have the, he is, the flagship is the game theorists and they have the film theorists and they just came out with the food theorists. And in case you didn't know, you don't need to add egg to your cake mix if you buy prepackaged cake mix. It'll be fine. You don't have to add what to the cake mix? You don't have to add an egg. Oh, that's good to cake know. Cake mix is a lie. Cake mix is a lie. You don't have to buy vegan freaking cake mix unless there's something in the chemical compounds that is not uh, vegan friendly. But regular cake mix is at least vegetarian. Isn't a lot of regular cake, depending on the, the you got to still watch out because some of them have gelatin in it. Which is a weird thing. Yeah. I'm not sure about about the gelatin but yeah you you can just skip the eggs and they i knew this but apparently matt pat didn't because i am a repository of all kinds of weird shit and he just obsesses about video games (laughs) it's okay he's branching out um but i knew that the reason they had you have have you add eggs and oil and do more than just water mixed and bake. It changes the texture from like a brownie texture, doesn't it? No, it, it really doesn't change the texture much at all. Um, without the egg, it's a little crummy. It's a little crumblier, but it's still a perfectly. Watch the video. Um, it's the food theorists. They're on YouTube. They're great. They also talk about pe- about pizza being a sandwich and why that is in fact a fact and true, um, depending on who you ask. But. Oh, the reason they also go through the do- hot dog thing on there too, don't they? Yes, they talk about hot dogs and if hot dogs are and what a hot dog is actually classified as. Um, but the reason you add things to the cake mix once you go, you know, once you start making it is to satisfy your brain's desire to make you feel like you did something. That's it. That's it. It was it was slightly sexist at the time because. You know, when they tested it, all they tested it on was women at home because that's what they did. So their reasoning was housewives felt like they hadn't actually done any baking because all they did was add water and mix it and throw it in the oven. So it they had they didn't change the formula of the cake mix, which is why you don't need an egg still. Right. Um, they just changed the directions to have you add a completely unnecessary thing just so it felt like you were doing something so also the oil is unnecessary i don't remember if they found out if the oil was unnecessary it's it's basically the egg like they went in he went they go into the chemical the the ingredients that are all science on this on the cake mix and they basically do the same thing that eggs do 
Like they bind the oil in the water and all right, so pull stuff together. Yeah, so it's that it's it made me happy. I watched it. There's like seven episodes, so it didn't take long. But I totally chugged that entire series to date. It's fun. I've also enjoyed Quarantine Kitchen by Alton Brown. It's like Good Eats, except he can swear and be drunk. And his wife is involved and his dogs. Because it's, you know, their kitchen. Their kitchen is gorgeous. His wife is adorable. His dogs are not entirely excited about the whole dad has a YouTube channel. Well, speaking of YouTube channels, this blew up today on Twitter. And to me, it's amazing. Um, It's two two dudes, uh, two black dudes. uh, They go under the YouTube name um, Twins the New Trend, where they do a lot of various React videos, but a lot of them is React videos of hearing songs for the first time. Like, songs you and I grew up with. Like, um... I've been watching this all day today after I fa- after this first one came up on trending on Twitter. Yay, but, YouTube ho- YouTube rabbit holes. Everybody needs to have a few more of those. But like the ki- the one guy, he's like I, he's listening to Freddie Mercury for the first time and he's like amazed by Queen. He's like holy shit. It's like he's like blown away. But what happened that got them trending today because of course, when someone trends on Twitter, you're worried that they die. So Phil Collins suddenly trended on Twitter today. And it's these two two guys listening to In the Air Tonight for the first time. Oh my god, did they love it or hate it? They loved it. They're like they're listening to they're like, Oh yeah, this is like a this is like a slow jam. And if you look at the thing, it's like he's Staring deep into your soul and things like that. And all of a sudden that drum beat drops. They're like, oh damn! <laughs> no no one drops a beat three minutes into the song. And they're like excited about like Phil Collins. And this is stuff that you and I have listened to for all our lives. But go through I mean that 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 when that drum that the the drum kicks in, that is pretty fucking sick yeah because the first thing you want to do is just start the air drumming (laughs) you wave your hand i i did it (laughs) i can hear it and i did there was hand waving (laughs) this is why i don't facebook live and shit because i flail around like i'm suffering from something next on x chromosome podcast facebook live noel reacts <laughs> um i mean i need a, a decent webcam for that yeah. if we're really gonna do that <laughs> otherwise i have to watch something on my computer and then film anyway I, i'm gonna put the link up to that because it's a rabbit hole just like the food theory that we'll be putting up is a rabbit hole and sometimes you just need those rabbit holes to just lay low and oh yeah, I've I've been wallowing in um, another YouTube channel called Nightmare Masterclass because I've been fast. I stumbled across them because um, this is Matt Pat to deep philosophical shit. Um, Matt Pat did a couple episodes on Petscop, which is a YouTube creepypasta. Right. And Nightmare Masterclass did like an eight part deep dive dissection, and I'm like, I never need to watch. Pat Scott, because I don't, I don't want to watch weird '90s faux gameplay. I just want to be told the story. Right. And the host of Nightmare Masterclass goes into 
things like you know austerity uh, policies and how that affects like the foster program and like deep deeply philosophical things deeply economic things that all relate to the story that's being told and it's this gorgeous critical analysis i'm looking forward to some of his others he did one on don't hug me i'm scared which is another kind of horror youtube series um and i don't know what this says about me but um the try guys they recently did a video recreating scenes from twilight we are just very different human beings I and mean, i'm over here like horror as a means of confronting things that make us uncomfortable well this makes me uncomfortable <laughs> because after watching this i was like for a brief moment i was like do i want to watch twilight <laughs> no but but they make it seem so entertaining. Uh, well, the cur- the commercials make what we do in the shadows seem super entertaining to me, but I'm afraid to watch it because I'm like it's I I really don't need it to actually remind me of like gaming groups because it's everything that's that happens in the commercials is delightful, and I don't want my impression of the of the show of this poor human having to navigate the world for <laughs> these people who have no grasp of reality seen, and I, are like 10, but also uh, thousands of years old at the same time. Werewolves, not swearwolves. Yeah. See the, there's it, things like that. And I, I don't want the charm to get to wear on me. Like I'm afraid if I watch more than 30 seconds of it at a time, I'm it's not going to be charming. Well, Renee got mentioned it to me, and I did watch it, and I thought, I thankfully I didn't get any of those feelings. So, if you ever decide to, you you'll be pleasantly surprised. Okay, good. I mean, I love my vampire gaming group, and the Discord has been compared a little bit to what we do in the shadows by Renee, and I think that's a better take on the world of darkness than everybody's edgy, edgy horror, horror, edgy horror. Yes, there's lots of existential horror, but 99% of the time you're just trying to navigate from the time you wake up to the time you go to sleep and not die. <laughs> I think not dying is a good way to end the podcast today. What do you think? <laughs> we should always make an effort to not die. Oh, one more tiny verbal kitten. Okay. I shrieked about something from um, the site is Grimfrost. Mm-hmm. And they had a set of little plushies, a plushie Slepner, a plushie Hugin and Munin, and a plushie uh, Fenrir. And a f- Facebook friend posted about them. I shrieked because the crows are, the ravens are adorable. And apparently they were super cheap. <laughs> All things considered, because I came home one day after having the worst day at the office. And here they all were. And they're all labeled. And really, the eight-legged stuffed pony has a tiny derpy face. I will, I will take some pictures and send them to you so you can post them for posterity and on our Instagram about this. I mean, it's a derpy horse, but it's precious. We'll put it on as a cover page of the episode for the website. <laughs> all right. And then, but yeah, do little things that bring joy. Because otherwise, you're all going to go mad. 
Um, all the people who were hoping that ORF was going to be a thing are having to come to terms with that, and I'm also one of those people. But I have a tiny eight-legged Slepner plush, and that helps. All right, folks. So everybody stay safe. Wear your mask. Wash your hands. Black lives matter. Black trans but lives matter. Black ready lives matter. That's another trash tag that was coming up on uh, Facebook. Was, um, was it really? Yes. Did I do a thing? Um, I don't think you did a thing. I think other people did a thing. But and we, I and I also and we contributed to it. Oh my god, that's so we cool. contributed to it. Yes. Yep. Um. So that being said, my name is Phil. And I'm Noel. And we all have an X chromosome. We have been left here to defend humanity's right to exist. No matter what the machines believe, we belong here, at this place, at this time. And with that, I present this revolutionary love letter to those who came before. Let's go. They call me Beat Rider, but never no heat hider. But I'm digital, fighting wars no one's hit to. Matrix division network system point two. Trinity will execute between the viral agents flagrant and gauge most basic of state to take undertake making model which coddle the nature of humanity basic profanities into the insanity that's branded me give it up with the reloaded messaging broken down between the test and blessing but before i get lost in this train of lyrics let me reverse to raise the solemn spirits getting weary of the revelation theory fabrications constructed from peaceful memory
Holy Ghost. Father, Son, Holy Ghost.